All right, you're tuned in to Say What You Will Radio right here on the YouTube channel. This is the John Smith Show. If you want to be a caller tonight, the number is 602-475-2000. We've got articles to go over and discuss. Uh, we got liberals. They're flipping out after prosecutors announce intent to charge the Phoenix Antifa as a stri- uh, criminal street gang. Mm, we'll tell you all about that. Uh, Joe Biden, he supports immediately, quote unquote, canceling some student loan debt, penalizing American taxpayers. Tell you all about Sleepy Joe and canceling student loan debt. Uh, Bernie Sanders, he claimed that uh, he doesn't know anybody who wants to defund the police. I don't know anybody. I couldn't tell you one person that wants to defund the police. I'm sure, Bernie, I'm sure. Uh, We've got a lesbian feminist. Won't consume art by men. Says women should eliminate men from their minds. Okay, uh, the Governor Wolf over there in the uh, communist state of Pennsylvania announced new COVID rules, including, yeah, wearing a mask in your house, your own home. Governor Newsom and some legislators are facing uh, anger over a party they went to, and I guess a Hawaii trip as well. We'll read that article. That sounds entertaining. Uh, Illinois governor over there, he's dodging questions about his Thanksgiving plans. I guess he's planning to flee Illinois, where you're not allowed, you know, you're not allowed to have a Thanksgiving. And I guess he's going to Florida so that he can celebrate Mm. while his constituents are locked up in their homes. Uh, There's an Oregon lawmaker. She announced she's hosting a big Thanksgiving and it became a revolutionary act. And then we'll finish up if we can get to it about a 450 pound man. He tries to hide some marijuana and it's kind of an interesting place. We'll get into all those stories, but first I want to tell you about Gray Feather Farm this first half hour. Let me turn my volume down on my phone there. Uh, this comes from Ginger. She says, I love Gray Feather Farm products. I am a repeat customer. I started using this product for our Belgian German Shepherd who has uh, skin issues and allergies. I cut the capsule open and put about two or three drops in his water bowl and then rub a few drops on his belly. He loves it, and it helps so much. I do this process about two or three times a week. I personally take it orally as well about three times a week, and it helps me uh, with my dry skin from hypothyroidism. It's also helping with her sunspots, she says. Now, Jen has put together a uh, very nice bag. If you're watching the live YouTube channel, she's got a very nice gift bag from Grayfeather Farm. It's going to include uh, some crack attack lotion as well as some crack attack cream. I personally use the cream every day. I'm waiting for my lotion. Uh, it should be in the mail hopefully soon, and uh, we're excited about it. But if it works as good as or even as close as the cream I'm going to be very excited. Uh, So 
I would recommend that I don't think these bags and these gift boxes are going to last long. If you're looking to place an order with Gray Feather Farm, go to the video below, or I'm sorry, the link below this video. And there's also a link uh, housed in the description of the podcast. If you're listening to the podcast on saywhatyouwillradio.com, <clears throat> just click the John Smith link. So uh, put your orders in soon. Don't wait because I don't think they're going to be around long. All right, let's get on with this half hour of the the news and the stories. Well, as I mentioned, liberals, they're flipping out after prosecutors here in Phoenix announced uh, intent to charge the Phoenix Antifa as a criminal street gang. Well, what else are they? You tell me, I mean, if they're running around and they're just walking up to people and punching them in the backs of the head and throwing Molotov cocktails and, you know, causing crime all over the streets, I don't know what else to say, but maybe they ought to be treated like a street gang. Sorry, I had to take a small sip of my delicious decaffeinated coffee. Uh, Liberal agencies, let's get back to the uh, article here. Liberal advocacy groups are sounding off in response to a plan from the Maricopa County Attorney's Office to charge leftist rioters as a criminal street gang, demanding that the prosecutors drop riot charges against the Antifa-style protesters. Now, remember, according to Joe Biden, Antifa, that's just an idea. That's what he said in the debate. Just an idea. Uh, 18 left-wing militants have been charged with various counts of rioting, unlawful assembly, aggravated assault on a police officer, hindering persecution, I'm sorry, prosecution, criminal damage, and obstructing public thoroughfare. The arrests were made on October 18th during a Black Lives Matter riot where a Phoenix police squad car was destroyed and rioters deployed smoke devices at law enforcement. Yeah, I think they ought to be treated like a street gang because that's what they do. They get on social media. They collude with one another. They know exactly where they're going to be, when they're going to be. They bring all kinds of weapons. And they go uh, they go crazy on the streets. Police are uh, under enough pressure already dealing with normal, you know, criminals. Now they got to deal with these thugs. Uh, More than a dozen of the leftist rioters have been charged with gang-related crimes, which the Maricopa County Attorney's uh, Office filed following an investigation into the event. uh, uh, Liberals protested outside of the Maricopa County Attorney's Office on Tuesday, demanding Prosecutor Alistair Adele grant a free pass. A free pass. Oh, that's nice. I don't think it's... Yeah, we're not in Portland, guys. Antifa doesn't get a free pass. Uh, To the left-wing youths, ACLU and uh, left-wing legal advocates assailed the prosecution, uh, including a Democratic candidate uh, candidate for county attorney who lost an election to Adele 
just weeks ago. MCAO has provided a statement in response to the protests defending the decision to charge the Antifa-style street rioters as criminal gangsters. That's what they are. I'm so glad I live in a state where there's a little bit of common sense. Uh, They're citing the militants' use of textbook Antifa tactics, such as deploying in... uh, incendiary devices using umbrellas as weapons and coordinating their attire in black. You know, oh yeah, I got to give it to them there. Here in Arizona, coming across an umbrella, that's not so easy. I remember living in Pennsylvania. Every single store had just boxes of umbrellas for sale. Here, you really got to search them out. On October 27, 2020, a Maricopa County grand jury issued indictments on 15 individuals for incidents that occurred on October 17, 2020. The indictment is for several crimes, including conspiracy to commit assault, riot, and assisting a criminal street gang. The attached grand jury indictment outlines all charges. While some will attempt to describe these defendants as protesters, a grand jury found a probable cause to charge this group with crimes, including the planning of violence. Yeah, you remember Stop the Steal? There were there was a large Stop the Steal uh, group on Facebook. And Facebook, Zuckerberg and the militants over at Facebook shut that group down because it grew to about 350,000 people in a day. And the excuse was, oh, well, we just didn't want any violence to come from it. We, we were afraid these people would be organizing violent uh, protests and stuff like that. So we had to shut it down. But they won't shut Antifa sites down. And you know, uh, it'll be a cold day in hell before they shut down a Black Lives Matter protest. Hey, Max Powers, he's in the room. Uh, what about Russian collusion for four stinking years? Four years. Actually, it was probably five. I think they were planning the Russian collusion before he even got elected. Uh, he says, I don't know uh, if you went over that. No, I haven't really gone over the Russian collusion just because there are so many other stories that are going on right now. Uh, but, uh, right now we're talking about Antifa, our friends over and, uh, Antifa. And it's funny because I've talked about this before, Max and, uh, other listeners Antifa or Antifa, however you say it, I don't know, just goes to show you that I'm not part of the group in case anybody's asking, but, uh, they're supposedly anti-fascists. And like I said, I've talked about this on shows on the, over the past few days, but what they consider a fascist is someone who actually goes out and gets a job and makes a lot of money and lives the American dream. See, they're capitalists. Antifa actually opposes capitalism. In their mind, fascism is capitalism. But they don't really understand that fascism is actually a form of socialism. And they're for socialism. Hmm. That just goes to show how dumb 
these people are, or at least uneducated. Maybe that's a better way of saying it. I'm just saying uh, that for the longest, the elections were tampered. And now no possible tampering. <laughs> yeah. No, that's that's a good point. You know, uh, four years ago, the Russians, it was all about the Russians. This was not fair. Hillary Clinton lost because of the Russians. Now, the same people that said the Russians were involved then and were going to be involved again, they knew it. They knew the Russians were going to tamper with the election. Now they're all saying, oh, no, this election was totally fair. And it's time to unite now. Now we need to all be friends. Okay. Uh, as a turn uh, back to the article, as county attorney attorney, I'm sorry, Adele has publicly stated numerous times, MCAO is committed to protecting the safety of everyone in this community, law enforcement and demonstrators alike. While we fully support the rights of everyone to exercise their First Amendment rights, we will not allow violence to take over our streets. A charge in a crime is merely an accusation and the defendant is presumed innocent until uh, and unless proven guilty. These useful Antifa militants are about to find out that not every jurisdiction is as soft as Portland, Oregon. Uh, So we can only hope these thugs end up behind bars. And let me tell you something. The prisons out here in the jails, they're not a lot of fun. Okay. I've had several uh, acquaintances do some time in jail here in Maricopa County and other parts of, of Arizona, and it's no picnic. So let's hope, let's hope these Antifa thugs find out exactly what it's like. Uh, Joe Biden He came out, apparently, he supports immediate canceling of some student loan debt. He said it should be done immediately. Former Vice President Joe Biden declared Monday that as president, he would move to ensure that Americans with student loans have some of their debt immediately, by magic apparently, wiped away. Outstanding student loan debt currently stands at more than $1.5 trillion. Dollars. Where's the money going to come from? And why aren't students responsible for their debt? I don't really get that. Oh, many decades ago, I went to the uh, Penn State University up there in Happy Valley, Pennsylvania. Did my four years, got my degree, and I paid for it. It took me 10 years to pay off my student loan debt. But I did it. Because it was my debt. I knew going into it, it was going to cost a lot of money. I knew I would have to borrow a lot of money. I did it, and I paid it off like a big boy. You know, like a grown-up would do. These whiners, obviously AOC and uh, Crazy Bernie, they've definitely got into Joe's ear about this. And, uh, you know, they just want to wipe away debt. Uh, Max says, yeah, exactly. It's magic. Someone always gets the bill, though. Yeah, that's right. You know who that'll be, Max. Me and you, buddy. Those of us who go out into the real world and work and pay taxes. Yeah, we'll be the ones. 
while these uh, young students will run around now that they got all this money freed up going out and getting their, you know, new iPhones and whatever else they want to buy. Maybe they'll even uh, spend some money on some of those, uh, those little uh, pods things that go in your ears. Seems what all the young kids want nowadays. Uh, Biden was asked by a reporter on Monday whether student loan forgiveness is part of the economic agenda. Biden responded affirmatively, no doubt pleasing the Democratic Party's far-left members. It's holding people up, he said. Well, yeah, so is my rent, Joe. So are my car payments, man. They're, they're, man, they're holding me up, buddy. This rent? Man, if I could get rid of this rent. And that electric bill and that damn cell phone bill and the food bill, Joe, the food bill, man, it's really holding me up. Why are student loans any different than any other type of debt? Not really sure. I guess it's maybe the promise that they made to the young people to go vote for him. Now they got to, you know, stand, you know, true to their promise. I don't know. Come on, man, he says, Max. <laughs> Come on, man. Uh, let's see. Uh, they're in real trouble, he said. Uh, they're having to make choices between paying their student loans and paying their rent. Well, just pay the rent for them then. Pay it all, Joe. Pay it all. Give them everything for free. Uh, those kinds of decisions, it should be done immediately. Biden voiced support uh, for a proposal from House Democrats that would forgive $10,000 of student loan debt per borrower. Immediate $10,000 forgiveness of student loans helping people up there in real trouble, Biden said. So do they refinance their student loans? Because let's say, uh, let's say you went through your bachelor's and it cost you Let's say you had to borrow 50 grand and then you went for your, uh, is this going to cover your master's degree as well? Maybe that cost you another 25 grand. So you're, you're 75 grand in the hole with two really crappy degrees. You got pass fail, you know, grades. Nobody really knows if you even showed up to class or not, because it's just a big diploma mill anyway. Uh, but now you're out in the real world. And instead of owing 75 grand, you owe 65 grand. Is it going to reduce your payment? Because isn't that the whole problem? Uh, people are, you know, uh, they don't know if they can pay their student loans or if they can, you know, pay their rent. How much is 10 grand going to make a difference? And how does that work exactly? Max Power says most being federally subsidized. Already, absolutely. I talked about that yesterday, man. I I remember when student loans used to actually be lent to you by a bank. Then during the Obama administration, they decided to turn the federal government into a bank. And they called them direct student loans. So instead of going through a bank, you went directly through Uncle Sam to borrow the money. Our tax dollars. They're just lending out our tax dollars so that the government could collect the interest. But now they're going to forgive all these student loan debts. I mean, how many students you multiply $10,000 per student? That's a lot of jing. That's a lot of cabbage, Joe. 
And all that interest that you were supposed to collect from these students, that was the promise that Obama made to us. And you were part of the Obama administration, if you recall. You were the vice president at the time. I don't know if you remember. House Democrats originally proposed giving $10,000 of student loan debt per borrower as part of their proposal for a second COVID-19 relief bill. What the hell does that have to do with COVID relief? These Democrats are so slimy. They are so slimy. Uh, That had uh, a price tag of $3 trillion, making the most expensive bill in history. The legislation was never considered in the Republican-controlled Senate because of its cost. Democrats later scaled back their bill when the Congressional Budget Office estimated that it would cost between $200 billion and $300 billion to forgive the amount of debt they were proposing. So the question is, is forgiving debt a good idea? Biden is forgiving a middle, uh, forgoing a middle ground by supporting the forgiveness of just $10,000 for many Americans, especially those who worked their way through college. Yeah, like me and my wife, uh, to graduate with debt or those who worked diligently after graduation to pay off their debt, any forgiveness is too much. But for progressive Democrats, as many uh, young people, in fact, Biden would not be going far enough. Well, naturally. On Tuesday, our favorite representative, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, one of the most influential Democrats in the country, which I, I don't understand. Why is she influential? What? what why? She's like unbelievably stupid. Uh, She reiterated her demand for debt cancellation. Uh, Max Power says, in addition, only the Dems did not vote for any bill. Then blamed Republicans. Yeah, I know. They all went home. Remember, Nancy, she had to go home to get her haircut. The illegal haircut. Uh, AOC said, uh, things were so bad for me. Oh, they were so bad. So bad for me. So they should stay bad for everyone else is not a good argument against debt cancellation, student, medical, or otherwise. Contrary to what progressives like AOC claim, canceling debt is not something that actually exists. This is Max Power's argument. Somebody's got to pay the bill. Lawmakers could remove a borrower's liability for repaying the debt, but the debt will be shifted on to somebody. Someone else. Yeah, that's how progressives and uh, Marxists work. In the case of federal student loans, the burden would be further shifted onto taxpayers. Canceling student loan debt then rewards Americans who choose to go into debt for a degree and agree to repay their debt while penalizing Americans who did not choose debt, one critic told AOC. Magically, wiping away debt absolves all responsibility for mostly unwise decisions, removing the life-learning element, including in accepting a mountain of debt for a college degree with a poor return on investment. Exactly right. So are they just going to cancel the student loan program 
I mean, why lend people something? Why lend them money if they're not going to have to pay it back? So are they just going to wipe out student loans? Uh, I mean, what do you do? And who's going to pay for the school? Who's going to pay for these uh, big universities? Or are they just going to tear these buildings down? Are they going to look like the old strip malls? that are just going to be empty because all the kids are going to be going to college in their little laptop. I wonder. University of Phoenix was one of the first, may have been the first online degree program offered maybe in the world. Dr. John Sperling, he came up with the idea when he was over in California and everybody laughed at him. He got all kinds of pushback from the Bay Area where he was from. So he left California, moved to Phoenix, and started the University of Phoenix. It eventually became online. I forget when. I think in the early 90s is when it went online. And uh, all of a sudden, working adults could come home from work and uh, log into their computers and get their little business degree. All the universities, the traditional universities like ASU and U of A and Penn State University and all the big schools, right? They did nothing but bash online learning. All of these really smart academic folks did nothing but bash online learning. In fact, it eventually got to the point where uh, I think it was Dick Durbin and a bunch of those commies on the left. They actually, and along with uh, the Obama administration, they went after all of these for-profit online education companies. Now they didn't attack them over the actual education that was being taught or the way it was being taught. It was all about the enrollment and how, Students were being enrolled into class on the business side of the schools. That's the way that they went after it. That was, it was easy. It was an easy target because you turned an enrollment advisor into a salesperson and nobody likes salespeople. So that's how the Obama administration destroyed the university of Phoenix. And, uh, Everybody was laughing about people that got degrees at university of Phoenix. It wasn't a real degree. Now, architecture students, architecture students are actually earning their degrees online at state-funded universities. It's such a joke. Uh, Max says, uh, funny how AOC lectures working people in her designer clothing. Yeah, she had a $14,000 dress on the other day. It doesn't seem like she had a very hard time. No, she grew up in a very wealthy home with very wealthy parents. Don't let her lie to you. She didn't struggle at all. She actually suffered from what many liberals would call white privilege. Yeah, that's a big misnomer that she suffered. She didn't suffer. And she's not suffering now. I mean, she went and got like a very expensive economics degree. 
And she did so well that she was a waitress when she graduated until she became a congressperson. Now, I don't, I don't understand the draw, the allure of her. I, I, don't, I don't get it. To me, when she talks, it's like, you know, like, well, like these things and those things, like, you know, like, I don't know how people can stand it. I don't get it. Uh, let's see, Max Powers, uh, FYI, most, if not all, schools went. Are you talking about the um, the uh, for-profit schools, or what, what are you referring to? Uh, but I will say this, kind of going back to what I was talking about, the Obama administration single-handedly took down the University of Phoenix, which was the second largest employer in all of Arizona, I think behind, uh, I don't know, one of the big tech companies. It might have been Intel at the time. But they were huge. The Obama administration tore them to shreds. And then guess what? When it was time to sell, when it was time to go private and sell, one of Obama's buddies bought it and now owns it. Oh, virtual. Oh, yeah. Yeah, due to the coronavirus. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So you think about the hypocrisy from the left. Five years ago, if you had your kid homeschooled, you were some like religious nut. And your kid was going to completely grow up to be ass backwards, completely antisocial. He wasn't getting a real education or she wasn't getting a real education. All you were doing, you were setting your kid up for a complete fail by homeschooling your kid. Now, uh, you better, uh, we better close the schools. Let's shut them all down. They can learn perfectly fine from home. The hypocrisy is unbelievable. See, when the schools, when the for-profit or the, the non-profit schools that rake in billions of dollars and pay their instructors hundreds of thousands of dollars, to not even show up for class. Yeah, let's not bullshit anybody. I know what's going on in these colleges. I've been part of it, and I've had two kids go through them. I know how it works. But these non-for-profit, not-for-profit colleges, they finally realized that there was money to be made in the online industry. So they all started doing it. Penn State was one of the first. They figured it out. They're like, well, you know, We'll get all these for-profit schools. We'll shut them down. We'll just belittle them and run them through uh, regulations like crazy that don't apply. All those regulations that ended up shutting down the for-profit private universities, none of those regulations applied to ASU or Penn State or any one of those big state schools. And man, isn't Penn State and ASU and all those big schools, aren't they just raking in the cash now? Ten years ago, it was the worst thing ever. Now, it's the best thing ever. Isn't that funny? It's not funny, really. Well, listen, I'm going to take a 30-second break. I'm going to let Ranger Rob tell you all about his pet poopy bags. Give me one second. Hello, friends. This is Ranger Rob, and I'd like to talk to you about dog poop. That's right, dog poop. 
I invented Ranger Rob Pet Poopy Bags, a very large bag with handles. My bags support large and small dogs and smell like lemon. They are strong and affordable. You can find Ranger Rob Pet Poopy Bags at Amazon. They come in sheets or in rolls and come with a dispenser. Once you try Ranger Rob Pet Poopy Bags, you'll never want to go back. So come join us. Go to Amazon and try Ranger Rob Pet Poopy Bags today. All right, you're listening to The John Smith Show right here on Say What You Will Radio. You may also be listening on Good Talk Radio. Uh, the show is uh, simulcast Monday through Friday at 9 a.m., and that would be Mountain Time on goodtalkradio.com. Uh, you may also be watching. I don't think it's out yet, but we do have a Roku channel that's picked us up. It's going to be cutting-edge television, and that should be launching soon. I'll have more information here in the next maybe week or so, hopefully. Hey, I want to thank Max Powers for being in the chat room today. Appreciate him, Max. Let's talk about this next story. Boy, this next story just might get me in trouble. I don't know. I mean, it's a story. But there's a lesbian. Am I allowed to say that without YouTube shutting me down? There's a lesbian feminist who won't consume art that are made by men. Any art made by men, this lesbian feminist won't consume it. it. Says women should eliminate men from their minds altogether. Hmm. She seems like a real peach. A feminist who is in a relationship with another woman is stirring controversy after stating in her book, The Lesbian Genius. Oh, I can't wait to order that. I wonder if that's available on Amazon. Hmm, I'll have to look into that. The lesbian genius that women should, quote, eliminate men from their minds, outlining that she personally no longer consumes entertainment created by men as it is, quote, the extension of a system of domination. Hmm. Yeah, you know, I wonder what goes on in the bedroom with her and her Lady friend, do you think there's any domination going on in there? I'm just asking. I think it's a fair question to ask. Uh, she goes on to say, it is not enough to help each other. We must, in our turn, eliminate them. Eliminate them from our minds, from our images, from our representations, wrote Alice Coffin in her publication meant to praise the achievements of lesbians. I no longer read men's books. I no longer watch their films. I no longer listen to their music. Well, at least I try, she says. Uh, the productions of men are the extension of a system of domination. They are the system. Art is an extension of the male imagination. Where do they come up with this crazy stuff? Like, you know... Listen, I know you probably had all kinds of issues when you were a kid. It's obvious. But instead of, you know, going batshit crazy, maybe, 
maybe you ought to just maybe take some of that money from your book that you're writing and maybe get yourself a psychologist. Oh, and the book is called The Lesbian Genius, by the way. So, you know, if you're on uh, Amazon looking for some Ranger Rob poopy bags, you may want to just, you know, search for The Lesbian Genius, too. Wonder if you can get free shipping. Oh, let's see. Uh, the productions of men are the extension of a system of domination. They are the system. Art is an extension. Okay, I went into that. They've already infested my mind, she said. I protect myself by avoiding them, she stated. So let's start later. They can come back. Coffin, who sits on the Council of Paris. Oh, that's good. Yeah, we want someone like her on the Council of Paris. Well, thank God it's over there and not over here. But, yeah, I mean, let's face it. There's just as many lunatics over here, too. Let's just, you know. Not because she's gay, but because she's crazy. Anyway, uh, she sits on the Council of Paris and is in the. Uh, she is the co-founder of the Association of LGBT Journalists, the European Lesbian Conference, and a coordinator for feminist active, uh, activist group La Barbe. She states that one of the reasons she rejects movies created by men is because they objectify women. Hmm. Following into a well-oiled mechanism created by the Catholic state, the movie industry turned women into objects of massacre while still putting them on the highest of pedestal, she writes in her book. Be beautiful and shut up. Be beautiful and I rape you. Be beautiful, you're going to die. This is the movie industry. The feminist site over it Oh, I see what they did there. Uh, states that Coffin once said that not being married to a man protects her from marital rape and violence. Hmm. Uh, what I am criticized for, and this is what I want to show in the book, is that I dare to point out men, their privileges, and refuse all the discourse of complimentary... Uh, yeah, complementarity between men and women, Coffin told us. Uh, her remarks have erupted in controversy with some sympathizing with her sentiments regarding male domination and the patriarchy and giving her book a five-star rating. Oh, I bet. Can't wait to break into that one. Man, I'll, I'm sure that's just a oh an enjoyable read. Maybe I'll read it to my kids. And others stating that Coffin's feminism goes too far by nixing men from their lives. Alice, yeah, okay. When she needs her car fixed, where's she going to go? The all-lesbian uh, car repair? When she needs her toilet plunged. What's she going to call the lesbian plumber? How about when she needs, you know, her iPad fixed? Maybe she's, you know, maybe she's having trouble with a website. Who's she going to call? Anyway, uh, Alice Coffin shows very well how lesbians are invisible, even in the language and the use that one makes of it. It demonstrates the extent to which male domination is exercised at all levels and in all sectors, one reviewer wrote. 
How to Rebalance Things. The author has no quick fix. It is a daily struggle that every woman must lead and that that men must learn to support. Yeah, guess what? Not going to happen here. Not going to happen. We're not going to give into critical race theory, and we're not going to give into this nonsense. I know women who have uh, taken a similar stance and will no longer consume books, films, or songs authored by men. Their general stance is that women's contributions to the arts have been on the fringes for long enough as it is, and that there are plenty of men who sidestep women's contributions to the arts, deeming it as, quote, other. Also explained Irish Times reporter Tanya Sweeney, but this is not the way to uh, redress the balance. It's one thing to make a concerted move to explore culture by women or people of color or people with disability or anyone else who feels marginalized by the mainstream culture, cultural canon. Quite another to say that you're going to do so while actively ignoring a whole other cohort of people. She opened. Trust me, there are a few men I'd love to, as Coffin puts, eliminate them from my mind. Well, there's a couple women, you know, I think that goes both ways. I think there's toxicity in people in general. I don't think it relies on one gender or another. But what if what if there's a man who actually thinks he's a woman? Is that okay? Is can you deal with that man? Or are you going to eliminate that man from your mind as well? Because now it sounds to it sounds to me like you're almost anti uh, whatever those whatever it's called transgender, and that's not going to go very well. The transgendered folks are going to come after you. I think uh, of all the energy I spent on bad dates, batter boyfriends, is batter a word? I don't think it is. Batter boyfriends and unrequited uh, crushes. And I wish not. I wish I'd not bothered and saved my bandwidth for something else. But men and women need each other, and not just for watching Netflix. Sweeney said, and one's contribution to the arts and letters is not lesser than the others. Oh my goodness. What about equality? Yeah. What about equality? I thought that's what they were fighting for, but they're not really fighting for equality. They're really not. They want to destroy the other side. Some feminists are actually anti-transgender. Is that right? That's interesting. Tell me more about that. I'd like to, I'd like to know more about that. Uh, The Bible states that God created the woman for the man as the two sexes complement each other, a doctrine in Christianity known as, uh, I don't even know that word, complementarianism. Uh, 1 Corinthians 11, 7, 12 teaches that man is the image and glory of God, but the woman is the glory of man. For the man is not of the woman, but the woman of the man. Neither was the man created for the woman, but the woman for the man for this cause ought uh, for this cause ought the woman to have power of her head 
because of the angels. Nevertheless, neither is the man without the woman, neither the woman without the man in the Lord. For as the woman is of the man, even so is the man also by the woman, but all things of God. There you go. Uh, Let's see. They say that they dilute feminism. I can see that. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, if if you're trying to, I mean, let's use like these sports and stuff, and that probably has a lot to do with it, right? So you've got these women who are killing themselves to stand out in, let's say, track and field. And uh, some dude who's a foot taller and can bench, you know, 350 pounds decides that uh, he's a chick. And he wants to be on the ladies' track and field team. And uh, next thing you know, you got like six or seven of them. Seven dudes that think they're chicks, and now they're all on the ladies' track and field team. And let's say there's only, I don't know, maybe six scholarships being offered. Who do you think's going to get the scholarships? And the colleges, man, they push this stuff. They're all transgender happy over there in the colleges, so they're not going to think anything's wrong with this. So I could see why the feminist would be a little bit upset. Someone that actually stands for women and fights for women. Uh, there's a BuzzLead video where they interview different women, one transgender. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, maybe. Ugh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, the more radical feminist attack transgendered. Yeah, I can get that. I can see why. I mean, it makes sense. I mean, if, if it were my daughter that was being, you know, that was going for a sports scholarship and some dude who pretended to be a lady was allowed to compete against her, I'd be like, that's it. Ain't happening. Uh, it also outlines the marriage back to the article. It also outlines that marriage is a picture of Christ and the church and that husbands and wives are to love each other accordingly. Husbands, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it, and he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the Lord, that he might present it to himself, a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that it should be holy and without blemish. That's Ephesians 5. So ought men uh, to love their wives as their own bodies. He that loveth his wife loveth himself. For no man ever yet hated his own flesh, but nourisheth, nourisheth and cherisheth. I don't like reading King James. I don't know why I'm even reading this article right now. Uh, anyway, uh, so there you have it. Um, Max Power says, it's the snake eating its own tail. Yeah, that's that's what's happening in the Democratic Party right now. You've got the kind of the middle of the road, the kind of the centrist maybe leaning a bit left, going against AOC and Bernie and the far leftists. There's this big feud going on. You've got feminists who don't like the transgendered. And I don't know if it's just the dudes that think they're chicks or are they against the chicks that think they're dudes too. Um, Ashley says, wait, what? I just joined going to have to go back. (laughs) Yeah. 
Ashley, uh, welcome to the party. Uh, we're talking about a, uh, a lesbian. Uh, she's a lesbian feminist who won't consume any art, any art, and that's television, that's books, that's anything that were written by men. She said that women should eliminate men completely from their lives and their minds. Uh, Dems are a joke, even without all the evidence, common sense, guys. Yeah, that's right. That's right. It's coming. I'm the pro- I'm the product. Oh, wait. I am the proudest non-feminist, Ashley says. <laughs> yeah, I can see that for sure. Uh, let's see. Let's see. What's next on the agenda here? We've got a few minutes left. Uh, so the Pennsylvania governor, Governor Wolf, he announced new COVID rules recently, including wearing a mask in your house. Max Power says they actually attack women that don't see themselves as feminists. Okay. So I guess if they're a chick that thinks they're a dude, that would fit in that category, I would, I would assume. All right, whatever. Uh, Pennsylvania Governor Wolf announces new COVID rules, including wearing a mask in your own house. Pennsylvania is planning to take additional steps to address a sharp increase in coronavirus infections and hospitalizations, including requiring masks to be worn indoors with limited exceptions. In addition, starting Friday, anyone who enters Pennsylvania must be tested for at least 72 hours before arrival. How are they going to know? Are they going to have state troopers at the border, like on Ohio and Pennsylvania's border, West Virginia, and pull you over if you have out-of-state plates? I mean, what are they going to do? How's this happening? And then are they going to demand to see your health records? I think there's HIPAA laws. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure there's HIPAA laws. You can see that in the BuzzFeed video, Max Power says. Oh, okay. Interesting. Oh my God. Since when can the government intrude in our homes? Oh, wait, Ashley. Have you ever read your history about World War II? You see, all Nazis think alike. And the Democrats are fascists. It's coming to a home near you. Uh, This is getting out of control. I can't even tell Logan what to do in our house. And it's mine too. <laughs> yes, HIPAA laws. Exactly. Uh, let's see. Um, they must quarantine for 14 days if they decide not to get a test. So if you're going into Pennsylvania and you can't provide or you refuse to provide your medical uh, records, then I guess you've got a quarantine for 14 days. The order does not apply to people who commute to neighborhood states for work or health care, officials said, and will be largely self-enforced. Hate to break your bubble here. I hate to burst your bubble here, uh, Tom Wolf. The people hate your guts. The people are going to rise against you. They've had it. Do you think they're going to largely self-enforce themselves? Oh, gee, you know, I just uh, got here from West Virginia. I I better go to the state police department and show my test. Or I better lock myself up for 14 days. 
Oh my goodness. Terrified. Uh, when it hits the fan, we are all coming to your house. <laughs> all right. <laughs> we have the space. Uh, oh, nope, they can't. Ugh, why do people still vote for these actual fascists? I don't know, Ashley. That's the question. I guess because uh, they're going to just wash away your student uh, debt. Your student debt's going to disappear if you vote for me. Oh, so will all of your rights, the Bill of Rights, yeah, and the Constitution. That's all going to go away, too. But uh, you won't have to make that, you know, lofty student loan payment. So you'll have all that extra cash to go down to the dispensary and buy yourself 10 pounds of edibles. So vote for us. Uh, As it, uh, a paper mask will filter out a viral sized particle. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, as if exactly right, Max. Trying to stop a virus with a paper mask or a cloth mask is like trying to stop a swarm of bees with a chain link fence. You're stupid if you think it works. Uh, Ashley says, but as long as killing babies and praying at schools isn't paid for by the people, it's worth it, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, That's the state of the union. Uh, The state of the union. Pennsylvania already has a statewide mask mandate limits uh, on indoor and outdoor gatherings and occupancy restrictions at bars and restaurants. Yeah. So listen to this. This is actually from the Pennsylvania Department of Health. This was a tweet. Issuing order requiring anyone who visits Pennsylvania from another state to get tested within 72 hours before entering Pennsylvania. Pennsylvanians who travel to other states, that's okay. Must follow same rules when coming home. Does not apply to those who commute to from another state for work or medical treatment. So you can you can drive across the state from Pennsylvania over to Wheeling, West Virginia. If you work, let's say you work at the Wheeling Downs, which is a big casino there in the, the Rust Belt, kind of the panhandle of West Virginia there. Let's say you take the old uh, freeway, you go over to the Wheeling Downs because you work there and you go there for eight hours and then you hop back in your car and you come back. That's fine. But the same person that followed you on the same freeway went to Wheeling Downs and played the slot machines for an hour. They have to, now they've got to get tested. Please explain to me how that makes sense. Oh, boy. doesn't apply to uh, celebrations for Joe either. That's right, Max. You can go out and celebrate. In fact, I believe the mayor of uh, Chicago, she went out in a Joe Biden celebration with her bullhorn, and she was celebrating the Joe Biden win, and she was just locking arms with people. She was within inches of people. She had no mask on. But her excuse was, Well, even if I wasn't there, everyone else would have been anyway. So what's the difference? Can I apply that to a Thanksgiving dinner in my house? Because, yeah, everybody else was going to be there. So uh, what's the difference if I showed up? Oh, Ashley says, John, it actually makes sense if you just don't think about it. (laughs) No need for masks. 
or distancing, says Max. I agree with you, Max. And that's, you know, I think that's a completely legitimate stance to have. I think it's legitimate. In fact, there was a, uh, I think it was done in Denmark. I want to say it was a big mask test in Denmark. And they prove that the stupid mask doesn't do anything. It changes nothing. It might make you feel good. Oh, I feel safe because I've got my mask on. Yeah, but it doesn't do anything. Well, that's okay. I just feel safe. Ashley says Newsom was out to dinner with friends who, uh, rumor has it, were medical professionals. Yes, that's very true. And did you see he apologized for it? So it's okay now. He says, I want you to learn from the, the mistake I made. I know I told you you cannot have a party. I told you you cannot have a Thanksgiving dinner unless you sit outside and sit 50 feet apart from each other. Outside. But he can go and have a big party. At first they came out and said, well, the big party was outside and everybody was wearing masks and everybody was far apart. And then all of a sudden the picture showed up where it was actually inside. And I think it was the roof and the walls that gave it away that it was actually in a building. And then uh, nobody was wearing masks. In fact, he got up from the dinner, proven by other pictures that are out there, that he was... After dinner, he was talking face-to-face without a mask. Neither one had a mask. And so then he came out and was like, oh, gee, you know, I, uh, I, uh, I, I should have left when I first walked in. I, I should have just turned around and left. And, uh, uh, I, but uh, I, uh, I gave in to peer pressure, and, uh, and it was stupid. So you guys need to learn from my mistakes. What, what did I learn? Did you catch the COVID? Or are you COVID free? Because what I'm learning is it's okay for royalty like you to go to a big dinner and then lie about it and then get caught and then not even get the COVID. That's what I learned. What I learned is it's a big lie. That's what I learned. Anyway, that's all I got. I want to thank Max Powers and Ashley Reeves for being in uh, the chat room today. They are two of uh, the uh, shining stars in the chat room tonight. And uh, I want to thank, uh, yeah, Ashley says exactly. We learned roles for the but not for me. That's right. Do as I say, not as I do, says the Marxist. Uh, Shed everything down but does not apply to themselves. Yeah, in fact, I believe he left his winery open when all the other restaurants had to close. Gavin Newsom's winery was open. Mm. Mm. Oh, and he also sent his kids to private schools so that they could get in-class learning because he shut down all the public schools. But yet, his kids went to a private school because they wanted that, you know, teacher-to-student experience. Anyway, I got to wrap it up. It's time. Uh, I want to thank everybody for listening and watching. This is the Say What You Will Radio Network. You may all be also be listening to Good Talk Radio and soon on Roku. Until tomorrow night, be safe and God bless. <laughs>